0: Today, Art Bernstein, who's been a regular on our show uh, for many weeks, the power of water. And Art has a background in a degree in anthropology and forestry, and has written the Art Bernstein hiking books that you can find on the internet. Uh, Art, are you with us? I'm here. Thank you again. You're exciting to me, Art, because you know so much about uh, what is going on with this earth and uh, the water. You have today an exciting subject called Boiling Springs Lake. Tell us about it. Boiling
1: Springs Lake is a a one-and-a-half-acre lake in Lassen National Park. Now,
0: where is the Lassen National Park? Um, In in
1: northern California. Mount Lassen is the last United States peak on the U.S. mainland before Mount St. Helens to erupt. There was a whole series of huge eruptions in 1915, World War One. Art,
0: if people are traveling on I-5, would they be able to see that direction, just about where it would be?
1: You could see them all last from I-5, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Uh, about Redding.
0: Now, is it is it east of it's east of I-5?
1: East of I-5, okay. uh, in the vicinity of Redding, California.
0: Okay. I'm sorry that I knew a lot of listeners probably when they're traveling would like to look the direction because this, the Boiling Springs Lake. Tell us more about it.
1: It's not off the main entrance. It's off uh, a little side road out of a town called Chester, California.
0: It's called what?
1: Uh, There's a little town called Chester, California south of the park, and you take a 20-mile long dirt road to get to it, and then you hike three miles. Oh, my. And the lake is about one and a half acres, uh, and it smells like sulfur. Huh. And it's yellow. yellow. It's yellow? Yeah, it's yellow and it's boiling.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And there's no fish in it, but there is life in it. Oh. Huh. And there's a big sign that says, no boats.
0: So. Now, if you put your hand in it and you pulled your hand out, oh, what, well, what would some happen? some things
1: would happen. First of all, it would severely injure your finger. Ah. Um,
0: What's the degrees?
1: The water is 135 degrees.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: The, uh, the boiling is from underground steam vents that come up through the middle of the lake.
0: Okay, what caused this?
1: Uh, it's, it's all a volcanic area. Like I said, so
0: there's a um, constant volcanic or, uh, 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 constant volcanic activity under there?
1: Yeah, there's also a big geyser basin a few miles away that has uh, boiling pools and geysers and steam vents and mud pots.
0: And now, so this stuff. is something a lot of people, including myself, and I've been studying water for 30 years... And hydrotherapy, and I look at the earth. You've taught me so much art. I had that I really I look at earth and the mountains and everything with a whole different look, mm-hmm. feeling of my, what I, what the value of life is here. But these activities going on that people would not have any awareness of. Um, so underneath that location, there's volcanic activity to cause that to be boiling. And you said at 105 degrees?
1: 135 degrees.
0: 135 degrees. It's not a hot tub.
1: This is oh. one of the easier ones to get. There are other boiling lakes in, in the park.
0: And there, are they all yellow?
1: I, I've only been to this
0: one. Okay. <laughs> this but t- Would you guess they're all going to be yellow?
1: Yeah, this one has a lot of sulfur in it. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, what, is it, what does it look like around here? Some of them, them are clear. Like the, I'm picturing uh, uh, the beautiful mountains with forest and, and vegetation and then this water. What is happening around that lake?
1: Um,
0: well, vegetation? there's lots of forest
1: around it. It's in a beautiful area, but uh, there's, no like a there's no shoreline vegetation. It's what? There's no shoreline vegetation. There's no uh, rushes or reeds or anything.
0: Okay, now the type of trees and vegetation that you saw that was away from it, what was the health of it?
1: Fine as a regular old Douglas fir forest. Okay. Um, Okay. The interesting thing that I was reading was that uh, the pH is 2.0
0: pH 2?
1: Yeah, so if you don't get boiled to death, uh, if you go swimming in it.
0: Uh, I need our listeners to know that your pH range is your acid mantle protection, protection your pH of your skin is 5.5 to 6.5. You're not pH out, you're is very acid range.
1: enough to take your skin off. That
0: would be enough to exfoliate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big time.
1: So, it's amazing
0: art that but some there's of there's our. There's uh,
1: plenty of life in it. Pardon? I said there's plenty of bacterial life in it. Yeah. There's no no fish, but. uh,
0: Yeah. Now, when you say bacterial life, help our listeners understand that. How can you have bacterial life in a boiling 135 degree water?
1: Well, there's bacterial life everywhere. Okay. There's bacterial life under the polar ice caps.
0: Okay.
1: And there's bacteria that don't live on oxygen. There's bacteria that like high acidity. There's bacteria that like high heat.
0: You know, last week we talked about the fresh water under that they found in the 1980s under the ice cap right. in the Antarctica. You might bring what a t- difference today. We've got one um, water f- uh, that's boiling up in the mountains at 135 degrees and other pools similar. And then you go over to the Antarctica and you've got fresh water. How, how many miles was that fresh water lake underneath an ice cap? It was uh,
1: 13,000 feet. So yeah, that's, uh, fresh
0: water underneath the ice cap. Yeah, that's Not like even found until the 80s, 1980s. It? Um, that was fascinating. Um, now, up in the uh, particular Lasten Volcanic National Forest, how would people find it?
1: Um, go to Redding and there's signs at every intersection in Redding. Uh, it says to Lassen National Park. It's a major destination. Mm-hmm.
0: I know that Redding and that area has a train that goes on a trip to uh, locations. Does that by chance go around there, below there, or anywhere near it?
1: I'm not familiar with that. That's, um, that was.
0: I'm sorry I asked you a crooked question, but yeah. I, it was curious to me because I hear there's a wonderful train trip, a dinner trip, that a person or a lunch trip you can go on... Uh, from the area of, uh I guess it's up in the uh, Wairica area. No, oh, Fruits. the one in Wairica
1: to Montague, yeah, that's nice. There's yeah, i heard one, that, uh, and I was
0: wondering if it would go anywhere near there.
1: There's also, no, there's one from McLeod to... Uh, yeah, to
0: hear that train trip is just beautiful. Families have loved it. They've gone on Mother's Day. They've gone on Hol- One family even went on a New Year's Eve, if I believe correctly. And remember, and uh, but that, that area of Northern California and around the Mount Lassen area, Mount Shasta area, is so beautiful.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yes, yeah. You've taught me through a period of time about when you're looking at the mountains and you see an area that doesn't have any trees, although it has trees in the background, and it's mostly rock. Could you describe what that means to our listeners? Why does that area not have trees, and it's mostly rock mountain?
1: It oh, could, mean, could mean it's above the tree line, or it's a too high elevation. Mm-hmm. or um, In northern California and southern Oregon, we have a strange type of rock called serpentinite, uh and you'll be driving through the woods and it'll be a dense forest and then you'll see this uh just area of little scrubby stunted trees and it'll look like it's been clear cut. And you'll say, Ah, oh, those darn loggers are at it again. I
0: know, yeah, you've taught but me about the In lagers, other words, it, it wasn't clear cut, Earth did that.
1: Yeah, it's just uh now, serpentine
0: oil. rock, explain it. Pardon? Explain serpentine rock
1: to it. Serpentinite rock um uh, is actually very interesting stuff. Uh, they think it was scraped up off the ocean floor by the advancing continent. It's, it's, it's the rock that you find on the ocean floor. Oh, huh. And uh, did that
0: absorb water? Uh,
1: no. Okay. <laughs> Not at all.
0: Okay.
1: Very badly. Um, it's very it's ultra it's called ultra basic rock. Uh huh. So it has a lot of uh, base minerals and heavy metals and very few Mm -hmm. quartzite and silicon minerals, which are the the more acid minerals.
0: Mm -hmm. While we're on that subject of the serpentine rock, we might just go in. We've got about a couple of minutes left. Let's learn more about the Kalamaopsis. That's a serpentine influence, too, up in in, uh, southern Oregon. Tell me about the Kalamaopsis Forest uh, in southern Oregon.
1: Uh, vast areas of serpentinite, and it's named for uh, a little azalea flower called the Chalmiopsis leciana. Mm-hmm. which is one of the rarest flowers in the world.
0: I'm being a, protected.
1: It's, a, it, it's a little tiny stunted azalea. It gets to be like six, eight inches high. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. I've only seen it once.
0: Now, there's another one up there that is very rare that eats bugs. I forget, what you, what do you call Um
1: What's this, Darlingtonia?
0: Yeah, Scarlingtonia. That's the one that that flies. Now we are. We've only got a couple of minutes left. Tell me about the rainforest that's there. That uh, many five hundred years ago, there was like an enormous amount of rain.
1: Oh, there's a temperate rainforest all along the uh, northern Oregon and Washington coast. They get like three four hundred inches a year in some places. How many? Three four hundred inches a year and. not too far from where we live in southern Oregon, there was a mountain called Gasquet Mountain, G-A-S-Q-U-E-T. And about 20 years ago, they had like 430 inches of rain in one year, and that was the most rain ever recorded. In, in
0: Only 20 years ago?
1: Yeah, something like oh that.
0: Oh, my goodness. I thought it was longer than that. Huh, what an epic. Ed- ed- maybe
1: it was in the late 70s. Uh-huh.
0: Well, I know Southern Oregon, Northern California are a very – I know when we've interviewed their U.S. Forest Service, um, and they've said, what a wonder of ecology that – Yeah. Uh, so for Mount Lassen to have such a unique um, boiling springs and, and pools and ponds up there, uh, and then the snow caps and then the beautiful vegetation, including – and then volcanic activity – uh, we're going to have to leave here in a second, but I wanted to ask you, what would we say to our listeners about the volcanic activity under there? Do you have any knowledge? Is it, would, could it erupt someday?
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's considered dormant. It's, uh-huh. not, it's not extinct or inactive.
0: It's well, it's, thank it's, you, Art, very much for joining us again today. And I look forward to each time you come on to help us because your information is unbelievable and uh, we were just talking with art bernstein who is the author of the bernstein hiking books that you'll find on the web he has a background in forestry and anthropology and a wealth of information for your education well thank you for joining us i'm afraid i have to go and i will talk with you next week art and you have you decided uh, we'll decide what the power of water that brings people to water whether it be the river the stream uh, we want to remind everybody that the power of water is your life. And uh, we also suggest that if you're interested in our credits of education, to be sure to uh, email me at Sharon at BiologicAqua.com or Sharon Kleiner at hour Yahoo, uh, at Yahoo.com. There is also a website at www.RXSchool.com if you want to get credits of education on uh, Nature Sears I Missed, which is our sponsor. We want to concern uh, individuals about Save a Child's Life Foundation uh, uh, and and the education there about recognizing melanoma in time in children. I appreciate you spending time with me today, and we will see you next time. Thank you. <laughs>